Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Victory Monday, the third victory Monday in a row for the Kansas City Chiefs as they go to MetLife Stadium and win 23-20 to on Sunday Night Football against the New York Jets. A very interesting game, um, a, a absolute tale of two halves. Um, Chiefs start out this game on absolute fire. Like they were going to run away with it. And credit to the Jets, guys. Credit to the Jets for hanging around. And Zach Wilson had a, a, a decent football game himself. But I think it's it's imperative to remember that good teams find ways to win. Was it the best the Chiefs have ever played? No. Were there things that we need to clean up? Yes. Was Patrick Mahomes 100%? No. He probably had maybe one of the worst games of his entire career. And yet when it mattered most, he won us the football game and we got out of there healthy with a big win. And it feels great to get the third one of the season. We're going to break it all down for you right now. Blaine and Johnny joining me as always. Johnny, we'll start with you. Johnny positive. His parents were in attendance last night at MetLife Stadium. Johnny, take us through your thoughts on the game and uh, good to hear from you. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Yeah, Victory Monday, always something to be thankful for. Uh, you'll take these wins any way you can get them, um, even though rightfully so. There's some stuff to talk about today. Mom and dad had a great time at the game. Um, from the start, though, they said that the fans around them were claiming that everything uh, was designed uh, like to be scripted against the Jets. They were calling the Chiefs cheaters and um, saying some pretty nasty stuff. But uh, mom and dad and the Chiefs got the last laugh. And, uh, yeah, it's guys, it's so much better waking up with a victory it's funny that like yeah i saw a t- i saw a tweet that said something like uh nfl fans wait all week long and constantly think about their game and when it starts they can't wait for it to be over and i could <laughs> that couldn't be more true because regardless of the opponent re- regardless it's just like the longest three plus hours and I- i'm glad the chiefs won obviously before Blaine goes, I want to hit on that point, too, because for me, that game, I don't know if it's Sunday Night Football. I think we talked about it a little bit on the last show, or maybe it was just in the text group. But, God, that game just felt like it took forever. And maybe it was because when the most crucial moments, um, it was very nerve-wracking and very angst in my apartment. I was, like, on the edge of my recliner. Uh, it was it was a lot to take in. Blaine, what do you think? Yeah, I um I didn't take it as happily as you guys did. Now, a win's a win, and everybody, you both were all glowing afterwards, and I was just, you know, I'm going to bed, business trip. You, you got the win, I'm going to bed. Right. And I woke up this morning, and I wasn't that excited about the win. I mean, you got the win, but I'm just still, you know, what we put on tape on Sunday night on a national television, I didn't love. I didn't love. I thought we played kind of played like shit in the second half. So, we, I mean, obviously, we'll dive into it, but a win's a win. You're right. We got out of there, but, dude. We gotta be better than that. Simple. Well, let's just be. let's just dive into it. Let's get let's start with the offensive side of the football because it was, in my opinion, the most frustrating unit once again on the football field uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs in 2023. And it starts with the guy, the best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes, did not play well. Simply put, um, you know, I, Johnny made a great point about that Sky Moore route early in the game. You know, sometimes I think that. Quarterbacks need that. It seemed kind of like if Sky Moore runs a better route, that Patrick Mahomes throws a better ball. Because in my in my defense of Sky Moore, that wasn't a great throw, but I think the route had a lot to do with it. 
he completes that, he might have a different game, but he just never seemed that settled in once again, guys. And Blaine, maybe we'll start with you because you are, um, you know, I, I think sometimes when we're a little too positive, you need to see some negativity. So I want to hear a little negativity. What are you seeing from this wide receiving core? Like I was seeing some Twitter film clips, and we all know how that is, or excuse me, X film clips, that they were kind of just clamped down in the second half. The first yeah. half, you know, I think the Chiefs were able to do some things they really wanted to do. Um, but the second half, three points in the second half, that's not good. I mean, they were having to do everything except for what you wanted them to do. Like, you know, you're getting Kadarius on the edge as your best play in the second half. And Pacheco is, is your only option for anything else. And Travis, and that's it. Um, whenever they're doing that, I mean, I, I also think it's point to the offensive line, giving up a little bit of pressure. I, I think Quinnen was great. I think some of these guys interior were great. And I don't think Patrick was ever truly on his spot all night long. That pocket collapsed fast in the middle to where he couldn't step through. And he was kind of fading, moving left, moving right. And when there's nobody else there, I mean, Travis was his valve and it, it worked early, but it, I think that was just kind of the plays they had drawn up. And after that, it was pretty, oh, shit, we we don't have much going here offensively. And it, I, I wasn't watching the receivers, Chandler, is what I'm trying to say. You know, running routes, I wasn't able to do that. Right. I'm sure it wasn't great. But I was able to see Mahomes not be comfortable. Well, and we we talked about it, guys. I mean, I think we got to give credit to the Jets. You knew that this, this was a tough assignment for the offense, regardless of what the Jets were going to do offensively. This defense is stacked. Two unbelievable corners. I mean, we all know about Sauce, but DJ Reed is not talked about enough, which real quick, though, to make fun of him, what was he doing with when he just missed Patrick Mahomes? You know, I saw that he said in his media availability that he was going to get like he was going to get a 15 yard penalty or whatever. He was worried about hitting Patrick Mahomes too hard, but it was going to be a clean hit as long as he didn't hit him in the head. I don't know how you get penalized, but. Blaine, you had something? Yeah, I, I kind of think Pat did like a little one-two back. Like just he saw him coming and then just like did just that last second little tiny movement you couldn't even realize, but it was just enough. I don't know. Right. I, I just think Pat has a awareness where he's not going to get lit up so obviously like that. Yeah, but then to 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 round out the Jets' defense, I mean, they're solid up. C.J. Mosley played like an absolute man last night. Um, probably, I would say, maybe his best game of the season. I'm not saying he's had a bad season, but he really – you felt him out there, even from sitting in my living room. Um, it was imperative that we figured out where he was, and a couple of times Patrick didn't. Um, he should have had two picks himself, um, honestly, and so that was and, – and in their front. You nailed it, Blaine. I mean, Quentin Williams, absolute freak. Uh, Jermaine Johnson has, provides good rush on the outside. I mean, these guys, Jets were going to be really, really sound defensively, and they adjusted in the second half. And my, in my opinion, the biggest issue, and maybe we'll get to Johnny here. The I thought the play, I thought they got out coached once again. I really did. I think Andy Reid and Matt Nagy got out coached in the second half. Johnny. See, I, I don't know about all that stuff. It, it, it's just frustrating, I guess, right now because obviously we want the Chiefs to put to get put together their best sixty minutes. Their best, their best is what that first quarter was, and it's an unstoppable team. And of course, we, we, we as fans, we want that for sixty minutes. And I guess I'm just erring on the side of uh, of caution there right now because, like, it's four games into the season. Like, so maybe that game is is going to present itself, but. Uh, th there's just too many highs and lows in in each game right now. 
Um, and so, yeah, I guess I can touch on a, on, on a few of those. Um, I'll start with some lows. Um, my, my guy, Sky Moore has got to be better. Th- th- these games where he has zero catches are unacceptable. And two of the four games this year, he has zero catches. He has eight games with zero catches in his career so far. What, where are you? That game last night is, ex- is exactly the game that I envisioned him to be a huge piece in the offense against a good defense. When you just need to make completions to a sure route runner with good hands, and he's just nowhere to be found. And maybe, maybe he would have presented himself at some points in that game if Mahomes doesn't have two really bad interceptions. And you all know that I'm the Patrick Mahomes apologist, and I'm the one who all you know. I feel like I stick up for him even when he does when he does have low moments. Those were really poor throws, and maybe the game looks differently. And Sky does get involved, but from the first drive, it was a poor route that he ran. And I'm the Sky Moore guy, so he needs to be better because there's really not anyone else. Other than Rasheed Rice, that's separating themselves in that wide receiver room. MVS has to be better, too. Mahomes had a really nice pass to him that, you know, probably a, a hard hit. But for somebody who makes $11 million a year, I want him to make that catch in MVS. Um, I just think that, you know, from a downside, the wide receiving room has got to be better. And, you know, thankfully, the Chiefs are 3-1 and one with this being one of the big concerns. But... I just know, like, against a, a superior opponent um, than, than the Jets, like, the Chiefs would have lost that game, which makes it, you know, which makes it hard to swallow, but also makes it a silver lineup. They did um, win that game. And now let's spin it a little bit more positively, right? Like, like I said, you know, it's the fourth game of the year. Something that we have been really hammering the table for is for them to effectively run the football. And against a really good defense, they had 204 yards rushing, um, uh, highlighted by that. You know, I, I can't. I think it was third and third and one, and Trey yeah. Smith comes off of the pull and launches himself uh, for an amazing block and a, a long touchdown for Isaiah Pacheco. Um, and, and and so, if you put the first quarter when they were amazing, right, with the way that the team finished, say what you will about the officials, and we'll get into that. I, you know, the officials are annoying, uh, but. Uh, you know, I don't want to hear it from the Jets fans about the officials because there was some bad stuff that went against the Chiefs early on in the game. You put the fir- first quarter with how the team finished in the fourth quarter, getting the ball back after that fumble with seven minutes plus on the clock and never giving it back. That's why I'm looking more positively on this game than I guess the consensus being negative. Of course I want more out of the Chiefs, but God dang it, they won the game. Yeah, And the Jets are just like, Four games in, all the talk about, you know, the Chiefs, Taylor Swift. You know, I'm serious. Like, world champions coming in. This is a prideful bunch. They were getting up for the spot, and they didn't lay down, down 17-0. They were given an olive branch and that bullshit safety, and then a turnover on a short field, and they took advantage of it. So, I don't know, guys. Like, the Chiefs have two games this year at Jacksonville, at New York Jets, you know, on the road where they had the ball at the end, and they just bled the clock out. So I'm looking at that stuff a little more positively. Yeah, and to that point, I mean, I, I was watching some of the stuff after the game, and Pat said pretty much that. I mean, let's finish. Like, you, when you get through some of these games throughout the year, they did it last year, finish the football game. It doesn't matter how you do it, finish the football game. And that was the positive. You're right, on, on a spin side. Then Pacheco even said it, too. I think he said it to the NBC reporter. Like, we just had to, we just had to nut it out, gut it out. So, yeah, no, good point. That made me feel better. <laughs> Want to touch on the Rasheed Rice point, Johnny? Uh, again, um, 
you know, he has an early drop, which was a crucial drop, by the way, mind you, but comes back nicely, uh, finishes with three catches for 32 yards as long as was an 18-yarder. Um, but, man, like, hey, Rasheed, like, I, I see your I see your uh, brilliance. Like, I can see it. But you got to bring it at the beginning. You got to have it at the beginning. It can't be this one drop thing. That drop was huge. That was we had to settle for a field goal on that drive, I believe, if I'm correct. Um, and he had the if you would have caught that, we get a first down and we're scoring a touchdown. Like we are 100. percent And so, like Johnny, I love your point about nobody separating themselves in this wide receiving room. Rasheed, I think, has one of the best opportunities to do it because yeah. shown what he can do with the ball in his hands. It's just got to be your first. Like it, there's, we can't do it anymore. Four weeks in, you've had one drop on the first target or sometime throughout the game every single week. Can't happen anymore. You got to be ready. He's just so raw. I mean, five targets last night in the game where Mahomes was uncomfortable. And Blaine said it to you guys. We we have to – I mean, let's give some credit. I mean, that's – if Aaron Rodgers is on that team, right, this is a team – team that people are saying is good enough to contend for the Super Bowl. And that's true. They have dogs – on that defense and they were getting after him and, and, and Mahomes saw uh, five different opportunities to throw the ball to Rashid. That was on second down and three when he dropped that ball, like you said, would have been a first down. So ridiculous that he dropped that. Um, but like we talked about last week, this is kind of the roller coaster that Rashid Rice is right now. To me, it's an exciting roller coaster, albeit frustrating. Um, and he's just so raw. There was even a time he had a catch on, on third down in in uh, in goal to go, I think it was later in the game where he caught it short, and I think he pointed for a first down, and he out of bounds. He was like four yards Even short. Close. Yeah, <laughs> so so like this is just he's just like he's a kid, and there's a lot of kids on this roster, but in a game where truthfully Mahomes was not very good for the second and third, and some of the early part of the fourth quarter, masterful in the first. Um, and then with his legs at the end, very good. But um, in a game where Mahomes is not very good, it's just like that's a game that before Mahomes, the Chiefs lost so many times. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just I, – I know that there's – I'm pissed off about some stuff too. I'm, like, forcing myself to just take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. The, the Really, the thing that bothers me the most is you get the ball to start the second quarter up 17 nothing after a four and out – or. Yeah, four-play punt from New York. And then it just slips downhill. Safety, interception. You have a 10-play field goal, which was big in that first half. I will say that long drive was big to keep the ball away after after a Jets touchdown. But, I mean, then you give up nine more plays, and the Jets miss that field goal, which that's a makeable field goal. And then Pat throws another pick, which I said was fine. And Chandler, it's not fine with 18 seconds to play in the half. But – I mean, just the skid in the second quarter alone was really what was frustrating to me because you have a chance to put them away, 17-0, just continue to dominate them, and stupid mistakes got you to the fact that, I mean, that game should have been over early and they should have put the nail in the coffin and just couldn't do it. And if the the Chiefs can't put a nail in the coffin whenever they're rolling somebody all year, it's going to be worrisome, and especially against good defense. Couldn't do it against Detroit, which had a good defense. You played two teams that had bad defenses at – the last two weeks, and then you see another good one, you can't put them away. At some point, you're going to play good defenses throughout this year, and you're going to have to put somebody away. And I just never felt like the Chiefs made plays to put them away. It, it, it was just very frustrating. Yeah, and what's crazy is that, like, 
I mean, we can't ask for more from the running attack than 20 carries. I mean, that's, right. that's, that's a lot. And I, I always talk about trying to shorten games. And I just think that the Jets seriously just made it difficult for the Chiefs to do it. Like, I don't think that it was a, a lack of wanting to do it. I think the Jets figured some things out and, and it was, it was tough there for the third and early parts of the fourth, but let's wrap it up with some positivity. Patrick Mahomes is just, I mean, his running ability is so underrated. Like he, I seriously, I'm not kidding you guys. He might be the best rusher of the football in the NFL. <laughs> like obviously not the fastest. He's not going to like break for a hundred yard touchdown run like Lamar could or Josh Allen even. I hate him, but it's true. But like when it all breaks down and it is on the verge of catastrophe, his ability to find a sliver and Save all the bullshit that was a holding call on Donovan Smith. Jermaine Johnson's effort alone doesn't deserve a flag. He's standing straight up and down like a board and letting the best player in the world run right past him. I don't want to hear any of that bullshit. We'll get to refs here in a second, but I mean, his it's third and 22. Like there's no business converting that in any league shape or form. And he's just, he's our quarterback. And I don't care how bad he plays. He can win us football games, and he did it last night. That's the thing. It, like it, 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 We're so used to Mahomes and what he does, you know, and, and this incredibly high standard that he, you know, has, has set. Um, no, he did not play good football in the second and third quarter. But, like, the ability to conduct – on the road, a seven minute plus drive to finish the game out, not give the ball back. And the way he was just surgical in the first quarter is like, I mean, that's, that, that's why he is who he is. And it, dude, he's just a winner. That's, I mean, that's all we care about If the chiefs would have won. Like we make our joke, if they would have won three to two last night, they won, they didn't lose three to two. They didn't lose that game last night. And so at the end of the day, you want things to be better. I totally am in step lockstep with you guys there. There were some times I was just motherfucking my TV, just furious <laughs> last night. Um, and then when we when we have a podcast like this and we attach our name to some of these, you know, these takes, and then they look bad, like Juwan Taylor again didn't play great last night. And then I'm just getting pissed, like, why the fuck am I president of Team Juwan? All this bullshit. It's like, calm down. Like, you know, they won. They're three and one, and you know, th- the Chiefs are funnily enough, like we've been complaining a lot this year. It's been a weird year. I think so far, the chiefs are the one seed in the AFC right now. Yeah, that's a really good point and great use of three to two, Johnny. Cause let's, let's touch officiating a little bit here and then we'll wrap up the show with defense. And I have one very positive note to finish um, our episode on as well. Don't let me forget. I could forget, but the officials, it's an annoying part of the game. And I think that I've seen – I've loved this point that I've seen all day today about how, like, when you are the hunted, which the Chiefs are, everybody thinks that the officials are for you. And it is true. I grew up hating the New England Patriots because they fucking won every damn game, and it seemed like the officials were for them. But it's just not – you know, it's just – I think it's just what fans do. Um they were bad on both sides last night, and I don't think we can start any further from the Chiefs' perspective than Jawan Taylor. I want to make this point. I Do I think that penalties should be reviewed? No. 
But when penalties result in points to or from your team, they should be reviewed. And Jawan Taylor's penalty did not occur in the end zone. And the Chiefs, if if they review that and it's called correctly, the Chiefs have to punt it, okay, with no points on the board for the Jets. That's a huge difference. That two points right there swung the momentum for the next 35 minutes of the game, if you really think about it. Everything was weird for the Chiefs after that safety was called. Incorrectly. You review that, the Jets now have to take the ball, they have to field the punt, which we know is a scary thing. <laughs> they have to field the punt in their territory, and it's going to be 17-0. What does the game look like then? Do you think they go down and just score a touchdown all of a sudden? They hadn't been able to do it yet. And I just think that with the momentum shift there, the officials messed that up big time. I mean, does anybody want to take that? Anybody agree, disagree? Blaine, you or me first? No? No. I mean, I mean, I do want to say, and I know you guys are going to hate me for this, I thought it was a safety. I really did. It was definitely a penalty. It was, yeah. it was a foul, 100%. I, I did it just like, dude, don't make that stupid mistake in the first place. It, even if it's on the one or if it's exactly. in the end zone, like it's this, that's just football one on one. Football one on one. Pat cannot take a safety there, and you know that too, which is probably why he tried to do everything he possibly could to, to not let him get there, but it still didn't work. I, I thought he grabbed the face mask in the end zone, really. I mean, you shouldn't put the official in that position, which was ultimately what pissed me off the most. Now, Tommy's punt, I will say in a second, off that safety was a bomb. Yeah, that ridiculous a bomb. It was a touchback, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Get 80 yards, dude. 80 yards. Yeah, because a, a safety punt is from the 20. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I think you're right about the momentum and everything going forward. It did change the game, but uh, it, it just really, that's where I started getting real pissed and real quiet. I was just laying on my couch. Like I was, I was in the game. I was all fired up. And then I just, once that happened, I was just like dead weight sitting on my couch. It's like the last thing you want to give to a team like that is like, dude, if they didn't get those two that's points, what, like then, yeah. then you're in, then, you know, even with, you know, if, if you don't get that, um, if you don't, cause that was the, the, that was the play when Mahomes lofted it to MBS who didn't catch it. And the flag was, was on that play. You know, even if you punt and there's no flag there, right. It's 17, nothing. And the jets cannot move the ball. Like exactly what confidence what do you have that they're going to go score? Um, and so, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good point Chandler. And I, Andy in his media today was asked about that, and he said, or it could have been last night, but he was asked about it, and he said that the officials told him that it was a face mask and it was a hold. And so, you know, I know one's 15 yards, one's 10, and it, maybe they screwed that up. But, you know, even if it, even if you're, we're saying that the face mask started outside of the goal line, which it did. But like, again, Blaine makes a good point. Don't put the official in that situation. Whenever you slow things down, it looks so much more obvious than in game speed. You know, the official might've just thought he was in it, I mean, it's the difference of like four feet, you know, that we're talking there where it started and not. Um, but if they would have called holding, there would be no discussion because he held the shit out of him in the end zone. Right. And so yeah. And from a Juwan Taylor perspective, you know, 
I can't remember the guy's name. Is it Hall or whatever that rusher's name is? I, I can't remember his name, but like in that scenario, what do you think that guy's going to do? Look at him. He's going to try to beat you with speed. Like the quarterbacks in the end zone, you know, you're going to pass. What way is that guy going to beat you? And I've never played offensive line. Okay. I never played tackle football. I'm probably talking out of my ass, but from a logic perspective, and I know bullets are flying, you're in the heat of the moment, but it's like, just look at the guy in front of you. Like, how is he going to beat you? And where's the quarterback? He's like, I might be able to get a safety if I can beat this guy with speed. And surely, surely enough, um, that's what he did. I'll try to end on one little quick positive thing with Jawan, though. I did like something on the Pacheco touchdown. I don't know if you guys saw this. He was lined up as left tackle, Jawan Taylor. It was Jawan at left tackle, Donovan next to him, all the way across. A little tackle over is what that's called. Trey Smith. Okay, good. I didn't know that. That's a good term to know. So it was tackle over. Trey Smith then was on the right side, of course, pulled. And they had two tight ends over on that far right side to act as like a tackle, I think. So the formation was really cool on that play. Um, Jawan blocked the guy just enough. He came through the line quickly, but just got enough of a piece of him. Um, And so I thought that was a good play from Jawan. But, okay, hold on. Another thing I just thought of. What is it with the happy feet on Jawan? The ball snapped and he like – like does like a ladder run in place. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's just, I'm the president of team Juwan. I'm going to go down with the ship. He's had good moments and uh, that don't get talked about enough. He's had bad moments that you cannot help, but miss. And there have been way too many of them. I just hope it gets figured out. I just subtle plug. I just think that unfortunately for Juwan, like this is kind of a stupid statement and kind of like, duh Chandler, what are you, what are you saying? But, like, he plays so well when he's not getting penalized. But, like, if you really think about what I'm saying, like, he's so freaking good at the sport. Just play clean. Right. Just play clean. You're so good at right tackle. And, Johnny, get a little X's and O's for the Figure It Out podcast listeners. Tackle over puts a huge strain on your defense because they re-identify the center. So Creed essentially is not the center when you go tackle over. It would actually be Tooney from a defensive perspective because they have to bump a gap. And if you don't do it right, that's why there was that bit. There was nobody there that didn't they didn't adjust correctly. So that's why Trey Smith pulled around and just obliterated him, and there was nobody left because they didn't they didn't identify. There's no way, and that's why you keep those two tight ends on the backside. Um, well, I guess to the field it would have been because you were on the left hash. Um, that's why you keep them back there because it's tough to see. I mean, those guys look the same, really. I mean, I know that one's a huge, massive right tackle and one's a tight end, but to your point about bullets flying, like if you don't see that, if you don't see it fast enough, we hike it, gone. And so good little uh, good little football 101 nomenclature there for the people. Um, any final officiating? I mean, it was definitely a hold on Sauce Gardner, just like Bradbury. Sorry, you literally can't do that. He readjusted MVS's body, like literally readjusted it. I don't know what else you want. Um, anything else? In the moment you look at it, and we all texted, like, I, well, at least I texted, and I think Blaine did. I don't know if you did Chandler, but like, you know, that's a bad call in the moment, blah, blah, blah. Well, then you look at it, and yeah, I mean, it, we just can't do this with officials. And, and the Chiefs had bad calls go against them. It, it was not a horse collar on Derek Nottie. No. Um, and that was a huge play right there. Great and then, tackle. You know, we are, great tackle. Derek Nottie's playing good football. Yeah. yeah. And that is just – that's guys, that's shocking because yep. 
he stinks with all due respect, you know, right now he does not stink. So it's crazy. Derek Nye is playing really good football and I know who Mike Dana is. Wow. But Chandler, your point that it just is the way the nation sees the chiefs. That's why I was so upset last night too. It was like, God damn it. Like that just had to happen in that moment on Sunday night football when Zach Wilson is playing the best ball he's ever played and the Chiefs have a chance to get beat by Zach Wilson. And now everybody's talking about that. And that the Chiefs again, Patrick Mahomes, every, every tweet I've seen is Patrick Mahomes and a ref with the jersey swap, like or something in the replies. It's all Chiefs refs, Chiefs refs, and it's never going to stop. So I just need to swallow it myself because it just really pisses me off from the fact that we're not – we're not the Chiefs. We're not so good. We get everything handed to us. It bothers me. Like, just be good, refs, and that way the Chiefs have to win football games. Blame me, too. It bothers it. me, too. And yeah. it bothers them even more because all their pissing and fucking moaning, the Chiefs are 3-1. and one. Exactly. They didn't lose to the Jets, and they're the fucking one seed right now, and they're about to go to Minnesota. Yep. I saw on ESPN today, I was scrolling back through Chiefs' recent news, and there was a video six days ago from Stephen A. Smith saying that the Chiefs offense was the only offense that could compete with the Dolphins at this current state of the <laughs> NFL. Fast forward to today's most recent Stephen A. clip. It was titled, Stephen A. is worried that the Chiefs offense is lack of production, what it means for their future. Like, okay, all right. <laughs> and, the, and the Dolphins offense puts a yeah. shell of a game together, as Literally. predicted by Blaine, but sorry. <laughs> we'll save that for True. Wednesday. Let's wrap up the show with some good defensive talk. And guys, I think at the end of the day, I truly believe this in my heart and soul. This defense played well. Yeah, I don't think that you can convince me otherwise. Um, the score, I mean, you hold them again. I know it's Zach Wilson and the Jets, but like we've been mentioning, Zach Wilson had, I would say, his best game of his career on Sunday. And he only threw for 245 and two touchdowns. Like, that's not that good, in my opinion. That's very winnable. Uh, brand of football from a Chiefs defense, in my opinion, and it is winnable football because we won. But they didn't do anything that spectacular. They they capitalized on big opportunities by our offense. We've already talked about how that can't happen. Um, and when the Chiefs defense needed to make a play, they did. Um, it was obvious. We talked about it today a little bit. It was obvious that we weren't going to try and heat up Zach Wilson, or at least as much as we are normally accustomed to seeing with some of these uh, better quarterbacks profile-wise around the league. But um, I do kind of have to give a little bit of a shout-out, unfortunately, to the Jets' offensive line. I thought that even with our inability to to blitz, I figured that our front four could get home a little bit better, and they were really sort of quiet last night, guys. I I, I really do think that's probably my my least favorite takeaway. I mean, Mike Edwards had a sack and Chris Jones had a sack. But there, I don't really remember that often Zach Wilson being that pressured. He either missed the ball really bad or he was putting it on on his receivers last night. Um, and that was a bit of a concern. But outside of that, they really couldn't run the ball that effectively, in my opinion. Um, Brian Cook had – I tweeted this today, and it was tweeted out as uh, uh, amongst the Twitter universe. But he made one of the best plays I've ever seen. That open field tackle on Brees Hall was really a game massive game saving. I maybe that's too extreme because there was a lot of time left, but a game altering tackle positive for the Chiefs um, late in that one too. 
just all three levels are really good. And mind you, no Nick Bolton, Drew Tranquil, Trent McDuffie, and Leo Chanel, your top three tacklers. Johnny, we'll start with you. Um, defense, solid. I mean, they are just a good, solid unit right now. Yeah, I uh, I saw some stuff too. I don't know if you guys saw this, but and this, I'm trying to say this to not take away from what Zach Wilson did last night. Um, but there were some throws that, like you know, air quotes, he got lucky on the touchdown he threw. Brian Cook got a piece of that one. Like th- there were just some throws that you know we could call them like 50 50 throws that he just made amazing throws on and the defense, you know, maybe if the throw is a few inches off, like some of that stuff doesn't happen. And so um, I was pleased with what the defense did. Like, I'm not, I'm not jumping on their uh, back for some of this stuff. You know, Mahomes put them in some bad field position um, spots there too. And so I I just, I'm, I'm just so pleased with what they, they've done so far. They, um, I believe they're the only defense in the league that has yet to surrender more than 21 points. Um, Legereus Sneed was really good last night. This tweet right here says uh, it's from Next Gen Stats that he lo- aligned across from Garrett Wilson on 24 of 40 routes, 60%, and he aligned in press coverage on half of them, which was so 12, and he allowed just two receptions for 20 yards on six targets uh, to Garrett Wilson. And yes, Zach Wilson's still throwing him the ball, but Zach Wilson plays best game last night. And he, he was feeling it a little bit, so. Shout out to Legereus Sneed and shout out to George Karloftis, who is just playing really good football and could have had two sacks last night, but just let guys through his grasp. Um, and George is still a young player. He'll learn from that. He'll learn to, you know, maybe not commit so hard to that one spot and know that Zach Wilson is an elusive guy. And some of these, you know, he'll get better at that. And I'm just, I'm pleased guys. I, I don't, I don't know if I really have that much. It's just a well-oiled machine on the defensive side right now, and I think I'm getting the Leo Chanel jersey. I think it's time. I think I'm going to buy the Leo Chanel jersey. Yeah, he played really well. Blaine, maybe talk a little Spagnolo's scheme, what you saw last night. I mean, it was definite that they were just going to bring four and kind of yep. sit back into coverage and make Zach beat us, right? Yep, that's exactly what they were going to do. And they did. I mean, they didn't predict – Zach to spin it there, Johnny. You said it. I mean, he he fit some balls through tight holes, and he, I mean, he gave he he put them on the board. Um, that touchdown drive was <laughs> phenomenal. Like, I mean, there were three balls that he put where they needed to be, and the good thing about that is Chiefs defenders were there, as you're saying. But sometimes you get beat by a better play, and the Chiefs got beat by a better play three times that drive, and Jack Wilson and and he did it. But take away Brees Hall's 43 yard gash. What I think they 15 carries for 65 yards. And that's what the Chiefs game plan was. We're bringing four. We're, we're going to make Zach Wilson beat us. We're going to put some press coverage on the edge and try to get to him. Or if you know we can't, make him fit a tight ball through a tight hole, which he did. And so I, I think more so, like you said, Naughty in the middle and some of those guys plugging up holes without Nick Bolton giving up um, 15 for 65 outside of Brees Hall's big gash, then you're doing what you needed to do to win the football game. I don't have any qualms about whatever they did. I think it was just ultimately Zach Wilson made a few plays to get this thing close. And the 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 bringing four thing, maybe they could have changed that up later in the football game because I felt like they needed to get a little bit more pressure than they did, but they didn't. They stuck to their guns, and um, it, it worked. It worked throughout. I mean, it worked good enough to win a football game. Right. This is, um, this is a point I want to make for – 
this is kind of a compliment to the Jets offense and really offenses around the league and something that I think our offense should adopt and something that if I was a Jets fan, I would I love seeing last night. But it's just that little play action, get your quarterback mobile out with a tight end in the flat. Just driving end, right yeah. in front. They did it to us multiple times last night for yeah. big gains. And I say that not only because it's a very difficult play to defend, but have we ever heard of Travis Kelsey? Why doesn't he just ever do something easy? You know, like it's always got to be down the field. He's always got to be stopping in zones. He's always got to find the right, right area. And last night, mind you, <laughs> listen to me getting off on an offensive tangent here. Last night, he wasn't on the same page brain, brain wave with Patrick Mahomes. He went right and Patrick threw it left. And that was where DeMario or not DeMario, CJ Mosley should have had a, his first pick of the game. Yeah. That ball should have been picked. Um, and I just want maybe let's run Travis across the formation and just dump it off to him and let him run. We love yak. This show wants yak. I titled this show three phrases so that way we'd have three letters to stand for it. We love yak. We love the figure it out podcast here. Let's just get some yak for Travis, you know. Line up Pat under center once in a while. I that would be fun for me. And, and for this all, he never does. And I think that's part of the, you know, a play, a good play action. You kind of got to end up under center. To yeah. Get that drop step, but do it a few times. You're, when, kinda... when we do it and we hand it off, I tweet it every time. And it's yeah. not that many times I tweet it. Yeah. Do it more. Johnny, sorry. No, it, uh, no, that's, you know, we're good. I was, I was going to change the subject, so I don't even need to. Well, it's a good time for that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I know we're getting towards the end of the pod. I, I think I've just like now realized I've, I've identified why at least I'm frustrated. I think it's why like we might be frustrated with that last night. Obviously it's like, you know, they should have blown them out. It was 17, nothing. It's, it's just that like we, Zach Wilson did that. Like, that's why I think mean, he's stuck. He sucks. He is the worst quarterback in the league, in my opinion. And it was just frustrating that like, he played like the worst quarterback in the league in the first quarter. I was telling Emily, I was like, this guy's, this guy's horrible. This is a joke. I can't believe this guy's that bad. And then, you know, Mahomes stooped down to a level that we rarely see from him. And so the three of us have like, I mean, the three of us literally love Patrick Mahomes. And so it just was really fucking frustrating to see someone like Zach Wilson being talked about in a positive light as opposed to, you know, just Mahomes being gushed over all the time. That's yeah. at least, that's what I'm kind of thinking right now. Yeah, and I think, too, Chandler, you were alluding to, you know, at the start of the show that we got out coached there for a little bit. I think Nathaniel Hackett called better plays offensively to involve Zach Wilson, as you're talking about in the play action and things, more than Matt Nagy did to involve Patrick Mahomes or benefit more than his passing offense. And that's just a simple, simple fact. Nathaniel Hackett called some great plays in some of those drives. They were, you know, Hard to defend, damn near impossible. And sometimes in a in a football game that happens. You call the right play at the right time, and it seemed like they did there for a little bit. And the the Chiefs defense just had a hard time stopping it. And I was I was impressed. It was it was more so, well, you know, nothing, nothing you can do there. Let's try to get to the next play. You know, it, it it seemed to me that I said that a few times to myself whenever Zach got going. I really like my final point on this defense. I just love this defense's ability to limit and really not allow any big plays. Everything is tough for these offenses, I think, that we go against week in and week out. And it showed, really, in the Jacksonville game, and, of course, Chicago, 
Um, but even last night, like they fought them tooth and nail to the goal line. Like you're not going to score easily. It had to be a perfect ball on the side of the side of the end zone for that tight end. Like you were talking about Blaine. It had to be a perfect ball to Lazard um, down there where they, he snuck it in, put it on the outside of him, and our D back just barely missed it. Like it's, it's tough to score against this team and it's shown through the first four weeks of the season. That's awesome to see. I think my final point wrap up the show um, is a compliment and an awesome compliment, especially one that we haven't been able to give out the last couple seasons. But guys, this special teams unit, and I'm talking about the specialists and returners, it's elite right now. Uh, Harrison Butker is absolutely dialed in. Honestly, two years ago, I was like tooth and nail on his PAT attempts. I kind of forget that he even picks them now. They're right down the freaking middle, man. This guy's playing with some unreal confidence. Tommy Townsend, I mean, we it's kind of a joke, but kind of not. Best punter in the league. This guy is booming the football. And lastly, James Winchester is the best long snapper in the NFL. This dude is putting in absolute dots. Last season, we were kind of questioning his PAT snaps, kind of some kind of weird ones, a little high, a little low a couple times. Knock on wood on all of this, but he's been on absolute point so far. And then the final point on the special teams. And he had a tackle last night. He had a tackle last night near the middle of the field. Great point by Johnny. And the final point, guys, we found our punt returner. Markel Washington. I mean, or Montrell. Montrell Absolutely. or Markel? It's Montrell. Trell. He freaking rocks, guys. He, he looks like he's sitting in a recliner. That's how chilly is back there catching these punts. He's getting upfield. He catches the ball first and foremost. If he fair catches it, he's catching it. If he doesn't, he catches the ball and he goes directly up the field. I haven't seen any fuss, any mess. I've been seeing north and south, and that is what we want to see out of a Chiefs returner. Just get the ball back to this offense. Just look at it last night. Maybe not their best game, but when the moment mattered the most, the best player in the world won. And that is why the Kansas City Chiefs win Sunday Night Football 23-20 to at the New York Jets. Back next week against the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota, a tough, tough road game for the Chiefs. We'll be back Wednesday to talk about it all. NFL Week 5 preview, some buys thrown in here. Tough buy for a Week 5 um, but we're going to cover it all. Johnny and Blaine will be back with me. Chiefs win 3-1 and one the season. Can't apologize for winning. Talk to you guys Wednesday. Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs.